An unexpected announcement from United Continental on Tuesday sent shares in the company tumbling 3%. The U.S. carrier said Chief Executive Jeff Smizek, along with two other senior company officials, were stepping down in connection with the federal investigation, an investigation linked to a key ally of New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, who is also running for the White House. I'm Amy Keene, and I'm stepping in for Fiona Simon on FT News this week. I'm joined in our New York studio by Ed Crooks, FT Industry and Energy Editor. Ed, thanks for joining me today. My pleasure. So your piece on FT.com today calls this one of the strangest business stories in the U.S. in recent years. Can you just explain what prompted this swift removal of Mr. Smizek and his colleagues? It really is a quite a bizarre tale. When you think where, where it all began was with this story that's now become known as Bridgegate, this famous story which is a huge issue for the people of New York and made a lot of people in New York very angry when there were traffic jams on the George Washington Bridge, which is the key bridge that you drive across to get from New Jersey into New York. There were traffic jams on that bridge in September of 2013 for reasons that were kind of mysterious and no one really knew what was going on. And the people dug into it and people uh, talked and gossiped about what the reasons for that traffic jam was. It turned out to be the case that a group of officials in New Jersey had got together and decided to shut these lanes down for no reason at all, except it seemed, and this was the allegation, they'd done it to punish the mayor of Fort Lee. Fort Lee is the town on the New Jersey side of the the George Washington Bridge. And the allegation was that these uh, officials were angry that this mayor of Fort Lee had not backed Chris Christie, the Republican governor of New Jersey, the state of New Jersey. He was running for re-election. He wanted the mayor of Fort Lee to back him. He didn't. Therefore, these officials said, well, we're going to get back at him and we're going to cause these. The email read, it's time for some traffic problems in Fort Lee. And that was indeed exactly what happened. And federal investigators uh, started digging into this. And in the end, actually, One of the officials involved confessed to it and said, yes, he had been involved in the scheme. There are two other people who were charged and they denied being involved. And that's kind of working its way through and may come to trial possibly later this year. But anyway, got federal investigators interested. They started digging around in this. And one of the key issues they then started to focus on was the question of the this very strange body, very large and powerful organization, the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, which is this big body which runs all kinds of things, including one, the George Washington Bridge, and also all of the new, the airports in the New York area, including Newark Airport, JFK and LaGuardia. And while they were digging into what was going on at this, uh, at this body, they came across this very odd story about what was known as the Chairman's Flight. And this had been reported in a couple of places, including in the, the record uh, newspaper in New Jersey. And so the allegation was, and again, this has not been approved or confirmed by anyone, but this is the allegation which is being investigated. The allegation was made that a guy called Dave Sampson, who was then the chairman of the Port Authority, had had a flight laid on for his benefit, essentially for his benefit, from Newark Airport to Columbia in South Carolina, which is basically not a very busy route, not a route that really United Airlines would have wanted to put a service on at all, just from a commercial point of view. It was not great business. Columbia well, wasn't a money-making route. Not a money-making route. Columbia is not a very big place. It's a little city, 130,000 people or so. No obvious reason why loads of people want to go there from New York. But it did have the great advantage of being only about 50 miles from the vacation home that was used by Mr. Sampson. So it was kind of rather a convenient and helpful thing for him to have that flight there. And so the question's been raised, was there a quid pro quo for that? Did United Airlines lay on this flight in order that they would get concessions from the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, in particular favourable treatment at Newark Airport, maybe new investments at Newark Airport, upgrades to to the airport, being allowed to do the things that they, United Airlines, wanted to do at Newark Airport? Again, none of it proven, a lot of allegations swirling around. 
serious investigation by federal authorities going on. At the same time, or following the federal investigation, United Airlines said, we're going to have our own look at this. We're going to explore what the truth of this is. We've got an internal investigation going on. And what they then said yesterday was that as a result of that internal investigation, or I think they said something like in connection with this internal investigation, again, no sense that anything has been proved, but they said because of this investigation, that's why our chief executive has had to step down. And as you say, these two other officials. So as I say, this very long sort of convoluted, twisted chain of events that leads you from some traffic jams to a CEO of an airline having to resign. It's a strange story, but that does seem to be what's happened. Now, scandal aside, this hasn't been a great year for United's reputation. What else have they been struggling with? No, that's right. They've been struggling with a lot of IT problems. That's already been the crucial thing for them. So the backstory to this, and probably a lot of people who've flown United will uh, will know this and uh, and feel it quite strongly, is it's never been a great airline. For a long time, it's had a lot of problems. Then what happened in 2010 was they merged with Continental. And so actually, the name of the, the parent company, the holding company, is called United Continental Holdings. It's got those two airlines joined there. And that was uh, Jeff Smysek, the CEO, who's now just resigned. He Uh, led that merger, and he came from Continental, in fact, and then took over United and the merged group to run them both. And so he kind of started making improvements, and people actually thought he was doing a pretty good job there, but they still had some big issues. And as I say, the IT system was clearly one of them. And they've had a couple of really bad incidents this year where effectively they've had to ground all of their planes. They've not not been able to have any takeoffs or landings for one hour It was in uh, June when they had a a problem with domestic flights, and then there was another one that they had in July with flights that were uh, trying to leave the US. So that obviously is the kind of thing that does their reputation no good at all. That's that's really kind of embarrassing for them, makes a lot of people very angry. They anyway still had a poor reputation despite all the work that they put into making United better. There was a survey, J.D. Power survey, of kind of passengers' views of airlines that was uh, uh, carried out sort of last year into this year, and that found that of the traditional carriers, so this is excluding the budget airlines, but of the kind of the old-fashioned kind of big U.S. airlines, United was the least popular. That had the lowest customer satisfaction scores of any traditional carrier anywhere in the U.S., which I have to say as a occasional passenger of United doesn't entirely surprise me. And yeah, exactly. I, I probably wait a lot of people. But anyway, so the, they've still got kind of... A lot to do, a lot more needs to be done really to improve the customer service experience, to improve reliability and so on. And so that's going to be a big job for the next chief executive. As I say, I don't really think that anything there, I don't think those kind of issues were why the CEO went. I think that on the whole, he was seen to be getting to grips with those kind of things. And actually, the financial results were really good. They'd had a big jump in profits recently. Um, A lot of people say that maybe now partly because of these mergers we've had there's been a lot of consolidation in the US airline industry so maybe fares are being uh, held higher than they would have been you know let's say 10 years ago and therefore profitability is going to improve and of course they've benefited a lot from the collapse of the oil price which means their fuel costs are much lower so on all those kind of measures he he was uh, he was really kind of doing an, an okay job Jeff Smysick. it was just Unfortunately, just one, one minor detail. Just one minor detail. This Bridgegate issue has uh, has ended up apparently doing for him. Before we end, who is going to assume Mr. Smizek's position now that now that he's gone? So uh, he's he's an insider to the company rather than outside. His name's Oscar Munoz. He was uh, a director of the company. He was previously a chief operating officer of CSX, the railroad company. But he's got a lot of experience in airlines as well because he was 
uh, as I say, he's been a, a director of the merged United Continental since it was created, and before that he was a director of Continental. So again, he's another example of someone from the kind of the Continental background taking over the merged group because they were considered to be the better management team and the, uh, uh, the more competent executives, and they're the ones that are still trying to turn this merged company around and, and lift its performance. So that, I'm, I'm sure, is what he's uh, going to be doing. It's, it doesn't represent a kind of radical break. As I say, I think we'll see a lot of the same strategy, a lot of the same attempts to improve performance. And certainly, I, I would imagine, number one item on his agenda will be sorting out that IT system, stopping people having the kind of problems that they've had, again, repeated this year. And I think uh, if he manages to achieve that, he'll make himself very popular. I would imagine so. Well, I suspect this isn't the last we've heard of any uh, Bridgegate-related news. Indeed, I'm sure it isn't. And, and as you say, none of this has really directly stuck to Chris Christie, the governor of, of New Jersey, but he is still campaigning to be the Republican presidential candidate in next year's election. He's way behind in the polls now, but a lot of people like him. He, he does still have a lot of support. He could still uh, make a, a run for it and rise up the, the rankings. And I'm sure that as his candidacy is discussed, people again will be wanting to know more about Bridgegate and certainly the kind of issue of his responsibility and the question of whether he was involved actually in any of this stuff will again receive a lot of attention. Certainly. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Ed. Thank you. My pleasure. You can find more on the United Continental Story and other companies' news at ft.com forward slash companies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy the FT Money Show, the FT's most popular weekly podcast presented by me, Claire Barrett, the editor of FT Money. The Money Show comes out every Wednesday and you can download it at ft.com slash podcasts. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.